Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to AI Audible, the new narrated article podcast from the Anfield Index podcast channel. Lack of attacking structure sees Liverpool stumble against Swansea by Lee Scott. Before I read Lee's piece, I'd like to direct you back towards AnfieldIndex.com so you can see the images and illustrations, which will help to give you a fuller idea of what Lee's getting at here and make his points even clearer. The period from the end of January to the end of the season tends to be the most important in the footballing calendar. Prior to the Christmas period, you can afford to allow your competitors to stretch a lead over you, whether you're in contention for the title, the European places, or even fighting relegation. There's always a chance that you can turn your form around whilst your competitors stumble. Now though, any club who falls into a period of poor form can find themselves adrift and unable to make up significant points difference. There simply aren't enough fixtures left to allow you to achieve the point swing to overtake a direct rival. That makes every league match in this period crucial. How then should we react to a 3-2 defeat against the poor Swansea side? Rather than castigate the coaching staff, we need to step back from the match and accept it as something of a reality check. There are still issues within the squad, both in terms of the quality and in terms of the depth that need to be addressed. The lack of structure in the final third, for example, raises questions as to whether some players are good enough to play for a club that should be challenging for the title, not just for the top four. Loyalty to players is something that should be commended, and the Liverpool fan base in particular is known for its loyalty to certain players. There has to come a point, though, that an objective look is taken at the playing staff with roles and responsibilities within the squad assessed properly. Team News Liverpool fielded their strongest available side with the Belgian goalkeeper Simon Mignolet once again picked over the young German Loris Karius. The defensive line is now settled with Nathaniel Klein, Dejan Lovren, Ragnar Klavan and James Milner playing. We should, however, see the return of Joel Matip to the centre of defence shortly, with FIFA not upholding the complaints of the Cameroonian Football Association. In midfield, Jordan Henderson was again the deepest of the midfield three. Ahead of him were Emery Chan and Georgino Wijnaldum. The front three consisted of Guccino, Roberto Firmino and once again Adam Lallana, who had been pushed up from his normal midfield role. Swansea were able to call on new signings Martin Olsen and Tom Carroll, but otherwise their side was the same that it failed to impress this season. Swansea defensive block. I've written before about the difficulties Liverpool have in breaking down a deep defensive block. If a side is able to defend effectively in a deep block for a prolonged period of time, 
then we tend to see Liverpool run out of ideas in the attacking third and become less structured in their attacking movements. If a side comes out with some attacking intent, then Liverpool have the capacity to exploit the spaces that are left and created between the defensive and midfield lines. When this space is taken away by a side content to sit deep and defend their defensive third, then Liverpool need to stretch the pitch horizontally and exploit the spaces and overloads that are created naturally within these movements. The Swansea defensive unit, though, was compact and strong for the entire match. Image 1. As Milner receives the ball on the wide left touchline, we should see Liverpool moving into a dominant position. The near side attacker is positioned to offer an overload against the Swansea right back, but beyond that there is very little in terms of support. Normally, in this situation, we can expect a midfielder on that side, Wijnaldum, to offer an angle inside and behind to change the focus of the attack. Instead, the two players closest to the ball are simply too isolated to create an attacking opportunity. Having the width in this manner is the right way to attack the defensive block, but that width needs to be properly supported with the second and third man runs through the area of the pitch that is being stretched. Image 2 As Liverpool are looking to build up from the back, we can see that Swansea are in a simple 4-5-1 structure, with the lone striker isolated from the midfield, who are sitting tight to the defensive line. There is little space between the two lines for Liverpool to properly exploit, and the Swansea defence are well set up to press any pass that is made into the more advanced Liverpool players. Whilst Milner is again in the space on the far side of the pitch, the Swansea midfield is well positioned to be able to effectively pivot and nice space to the left back should he take possession of the ball. Poor structure in the final third. Whilst it's true that the Swansea defensive structure was extremely well set up, it is equally true that Liverpool made that structure seem far better than it was through their own shortcomings in the final third. It's too simplistic to simply place the blame for the failings in this match on the absence of Sadio Mane, who is of course at the African Cup of Nations with Senegal. With that said, there is no doubt that the tactical intelligence of the winger was missed in this game. When Liverpool have been at their best so far this season, they've created and exploited overloads in every section of the final third, with the opposition unable to adjust to where the next piece of movement will come from. Image 3. Here, the available space lies on the right-hand flank with Adam Lallana. As the ball is switched, however, we see Swansea react to the orientation of the ball far more effectively than Liverpool do. The spaces on the pitch that I've highlighted are those that would normally be occupied by supporting players in order to progress the attacking movement and overload the opposition. Instead, all too often we saw the Liverpool attacking players sitting in static positions and not moving in and out of space as we would normally do. The Swansea defensive line is therefore able to pivot across, deny Lallana the space he needs in order to create a chance on goal. Image 4. Again in this example Liverpool were far too static and unimaginative in their attacking movements. Daniel Sturge has dropped off the attacking line to offer deep support to the man in possession. What we then expect to see is a mirrored movement from the two advanced Liverpool players to create space in the Swansea penalty area. The central player should shift to the space emptied by Sturridge, and the far side player should then move centrally. These movements should pull the Swansea players out of position and create an opportunity for Liverpool in the area. The number 6 role. I've been writing these pieces for Anfield Index since the start of the season. I try to be as objective as possible and I've found that Liverpool fans are almost uniquely passionate 
about engaging with and defending their side. I expressed my doubt at the start of the season in the ability of Jordan Henderson to become the controlling midfielder that Liverpool needs. Now we are six months into the switch of role for Henderson, I have to say that my doubts still exist. I'm not doubting the England international's ability or work rate, but rather his tactical discipline to fulfil the role. Image 5 I genuinely cannot for the life of me figure out what Henderson is doing here. It can be hugely beneficial for the build-up phase to have a midfielder capable of dropping into the spaces beside the centre-backs to form a flexible back three structure. When the play has developed into the opposition half though, he is wasted in this area. The highlighted area of the field is where Henderson actually needs to be in order to be effective in the attacking structure. He would offer a central passing connection that would give Liverpool a safe central platform to build from and he would force at least one of the Swansea midfielders to break position to engage him in this position. Sometimes simply occupying a key area on the pitch in this manner is enough to create spaces further forward for your teammates. Conclusion A 3-2 defeat against this Swansea side has to go down as a severe disappointment for Liverpool. There is a real need for the team to find consistent form over the next couple of months in order to not only cement their position in the top four of the league, but also fulfil the expectations of their fans in challenging for the league title. If you've had the misfortune to listen to my ramblings after all of these articles that AI Audible is very, very pleased to be hosting from the Anfield Index uh, website, you'll know that I'm, I'm not one for engaging in deep technical analysis along the lines of what Lee has provided here. Uh, Sam has often done the same and several other people. Uh, I completely appreciate seeing it though and seeing it pointed out to me and being able to agree or disagree as the case may be. Uh, what Lee has done here is shown how, what I think we all intuitively knew, uh, Liverpool were not as effective attacking uh, against Swansea and against, to be fair, most teams recently there has been a definite falling off. And whereas I, I, I can absolutely see the points that he's making, I think it, he, the individual examples he highlights are exactly right. There is some greater malaise there, and it's not to be melodramatic about it, but there is something, a general fall off in terms of, uh, I don't know, I don't know. I, I heard Alan Shearer talking about application, which is clearly nonsense. It's not about them not trying as hard, but there's something, some lack of spark, and Lee says that it's not as simple as, as Sadio Mane's absence. Well, in 2013-2014, you take, you take a certain little Uruguayan chap out of that team and everything falls apart because of the direct impetus that he has, because of that ability to get in behind. And I really think that people have slightly underestimated just how vital that was to us with Mane even when he wasn't playing at his absolute best, and I think he had sort of tailed off a little bit in form, but even when he wasn't at his absolute best, he always had that ability to get in behind, and even when he didn't, he was a threat, and he kept uh, defences on their toes and stretched, and left things a little bit easier for his teammates around him, so for me, we can't get that chat back quick enough, and for me as well, I'm as disappointed as everybody else that we didn't have some sort of a similar player lined up, um, to take his place even if it is some sort of a loan thing just to get us through and not contradict what appears to be Klopp's transfer strategy of buying in summer and etc etc anyway 
uh, get yourself over and have a, a look at the pictures and images which back up the very excellent analysis that Lee's done here. Thank you for listening to AI Audible. You can read this episode's article along with many others on anfieldindex.com. You can download our AI channel app on iOS and Android. And you can find all our AI Audible episodes on Twitter at AI Audible and on anfieldindex.com. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.